Hello and welcome to The Culture. My name is Anna. And I'm Mark. And Mark, today we are covering part two on Scientology. It was a lot. Part one was a lot. Part one was... You left me with a lot to think about. <sighs> yeah. And I... I really think that I need like more... Um, I'm a visual guy. Mm. Love me some visual content. Mm -hmm. And so I think I'm going to take you up. We were talking off air about some of the good... Um, docs and things that were produced. Right. I think I'm going to need to watch some of these things to get a, a better picture. Much like the Remnant Fellowship, where once yeah. I finished that little mini series they had, I felt like I just, I had a name to a face. Right. I knew some of the characters. Right. So I got a lot more to go here. I think, and I think that that's totally valid. Like, even myself having done the research on it, I'm like, huh? Like, it's very convoluted yeah and very um it I, I think it's purposefully secretive because i think they kind of consider their beliefs almost like trademarked um which i also totally understand that too like right like and, and not, and not to, to say you're a know. business but it if you're if you, you got to keep the lights on right and if you give everything away for free right what's the what's the saying about the cow why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free right now that's usually a that's sexual innuendo. It's, it's not sexist. It's a it's sexual innuendo. Sexist. No, but it's okay. Say the cow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's very similar to that. So you got to keep some things close to the vest. Yeah. So I'm not mad at it. Okay. So now I might be more mad after this episode. Is over. <laughs> you might. Now today I want to preface this by saying um, this. What we're talking about primarily today are the controversies and criticisms of Scientology. Now, who are these coming from? Let's preface with that. These are coming primarily from ex-members. Self-proclaimed ex-members? Yes. Well, I mean, these are actual ex-members. There's evidence of them having been in the group for okay. years, So this isn't like crazy Joe, crazy Joe down the street. No, they were in the group. Um, but, you know, there may be a criticism that these people are scorned. Maybe they're mad because they kicked them out. Well, they're emotionally right. invested in this right. too, right? So Which with, with any criticism of any group we've talked about, like I don't think that we want it to come across like we're always on the side of the ex-members. Right. Because we don't know. No, no idea. And every side, there's, you know, right, two sides and then the truth. Right. Probably lies somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Now. Now, none of these are our criticisms. No, none of these are our own criticisms. Because, again, we haven't had any interaction with Scientology. So, whatever. Um, but I think we should start off with a little personal story. Ooh. Before we jump in. So, welcome to story time with Anna. Um, about four years ago, I was single. And, you know, I was, I was doing the Bumble. You were too old for the Bumble, huh? So glad also <laughs> that you were never on there. It just is so cringy to me. It has a totally different meaning. Some of people that have like legit gotten married yeah. off of like these, and it sounds really great. Right. It just has. It's not that great. But it just has such <laughs> a negative stigma to people. Yeah. I say my age, which makes me sound really old. When you're uh, like, how, how old are I? I'm only like four years, four, four or five years older than you. Six, maybe I seven. I think you're five or six. I maybe. can't remember. So, but like, I, so I love this. Because huh. it's kind of a way to make fun of you, even though there's nothing <laughs> to make fun of you because okay. everybody else would just be like, yeah, that's what people do. Right. Well, I don't and did not. So I went on a date with this guy I met on Bumble. We'll call him the sound guy because he did not consent because I did not get in contact with him quick enough for him to use his name. Um, we'll, we'll call him the sound guy. 
Um, me and the sound guy went on a date to a nice Italian restaurant in town. I'm not going to name the town. Don't come for me. Um, and so anyways, we're talking, whatever, it's going fine. And you know, I don't know how this got brought up, but he goes, yeah, I used to be in Scientology. And I, at that moment I stopped in my tracks because you're, you're still knee deep in religious studies yes. and psych. I just graduated from college in religious studies. You're like licking psychology. your lips right now. At that moment, cognitively, I was like, this date is over. It's an interview now. But also, I'm not leaving. Oh, hell no. And I, I will was order there dessert. for a minute. And I will order dessert. <laughs> so, sorry, sound guy, if you hear this. Um, I was just really interested in the Scientology. So, he told me the story about how he, I don't know, he was playing, like, fucking Frisbee golf with some friends and he was like in this frisbee golf league or something along those lines. Hell this guy yeah. lived down in LA. And there was this like really pretty girl who just kind of started like coming to these. Girls love the disc golf. Do they though? <laughs> no, I don't think so. So um, she's a Scientologist and she gets him involved. I don't know if they were dating or maybe talking, but it sounded like she kind of recruited him and he joined the group very quickly got very into it he becomes an auditor whoa yes that's some that's not your day one intro no um and he told me this story about how he was auditing this guy because i was like what's an auditing you know session like and he was like well this guy came off the street from i don't know i think it was in hollywood and he was saying that he was having, like, tr troubles with his daughter leaving for college. So he was giving me an example of a session and how he kept on asking the guy questions and questions and questions and questions. And eventually they got to this conclusion that in a past life, this man, who I believe he, des he described as Hispanic. I don't know why this is sticking out in my head. But... This Hispanic man was very upset of his daughter going away for college. And they came to the conclusion through this auditing session that, in fact, she was his sister in a previous life. So his daughter was his sister in a previous life. And there was a barn, and his sister had to go on a horse to a trip to the town somewhere. Jeez, what past life was this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But she died on the trip and okay. never came back. And so his reactive mind was causing don't, him don't trouble. Don't leave again. Right. I follow all this. <laughs> it makes total sense. Don't leave again. Yes. So they resolved that issue. Mm. How long was he in? I think a couple of years. He said that he was down in Florida doing it. And Clear water? Yes, I think. And he um, spent tens of thousands of dollars. Now, how did he get out? I can't recall. You didn't ask? I, I'm sure I did, but I don't remember. This was four years ago. Um, but he was out. He was out when I met him. Yeah. So you can get out. It's hard, but yeah. Okay. So. Let's get into this now. I am more intrigued by this guy. <laughs> Sound guy. Sound guy. He was a nice guy. Please reach out. <laughs> Sound guy, reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Um, also, okay. I hope you're doing well. We, we do. 
Um, so let's talk about one of the criticisms of Mr. Lafayette Ron Hubbard. Okay, so first of all, Lafayette said some questionable claims. You know, like he was the first Boy Scout, Eagle Scout in America, you know, youngest one. Yeah. Um, so first of all, the Scientology founder, L. Ron Hubbard, according to one of my sources, was under investigation in multiple countries, and he evaded issues with the law by just living on that ship. Anytime he'd get in trouble in one country, he just got on that ship and he went to the international waters where he could not be apprehended. I guess I didn't ask that earlier. This is an international thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So Scientology is not just big, an American Big thing. centers in U.S., Australia. And Europe. England. Yeah. Um, Not everywhere through Europe. Like certain countries have banned Scientology, completely oh. banned. Greece is one of them. All right, take it easy. Those are my people. Um, um, yeah, so not everywhere. Okay, so this is where the ship comes in. Yes. Um, also, Hubbard claims that he discovered this technology after having healed himself from injuries in the Navy. The, lo- the author of the book, Going Clear, which the documentary is based off of, Lawrence Wright said that his research into Navy documents found that Hubbard had no serious injuries to heal himself from. Um, Also, that Scientology's claims that Hubbard received many military service awards and records were false. And this is, again, where I said um, that the church told the author that the records were sheep-dipped, meaning that the military created a whole set of fake documents to cover up Hubbard's covert military duties. So he was so high up and so important that for his own safety, they had to create these false documents. Yeah. Yeah. So all of these, so this criticism overall in a nutshell is he just lied a lot. Yes. About his. And was very hypocritical. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, with the other claim that he didn't die, that he intentionally left his body. Um, funny enough, there are two mansions in California today that are maintained every day, staffed and stocked with food for when he returns. Do we know where these are? Um, Gotta be in LA. Yeah, there there's some big mansions in like I think LA County somewhere. So like the chef like prepares the meals <laughs> and just like they have his favorite food, his favorite magazines there. They have got it stocked. So they have tough. his favorite cigarettes. So K- cool cigarettes, K O O L. So tough being the maid staff. Like, dude. <laughs> Could you imagine, though? It's so weird. Like, like you just putting the plate out. Like, uh, hoping people he don't shows up really for lunch. do that for Jesus. No. Like, we don't have the house ready for Jesus. No, this is a whole other thing here. Yeah. It requires all the money. Yeah. So, let's go on to money. This is another critique. Um, another critique is that they charge people exorbitant amounts of money to learn the technology. Kind of similar to an MLM. Very, but without like, well, I don't know. I guess there's an end goal in an MLM, but it's like you can't even see the finish line right? in this. So Scientology teaches that reaching the top of the bridge means being able to use the mind to do powerful things like move things and cure cancer in yourself. 
according to Leah Remini, who was in it for decades. I don't, I mean, what are we doing? Um, Remini also said that the courses, like I said, cost about $650 each. And remember, I will post the picture of that bridge. That's a lot of money. It's a lot. They estimate it's about half a million dollars to do this, to get to the top. So it's not for everyone. No. No. Um, And a course could require its members study from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. seven days a week. So you can't have a job. No, you cannot have a job. this is for the richest people who don't need to work. This is why they sign billion-year contracts. Okay, when let's they join the Sea Org. Let's let's contract this <laughs> really really fast. It says a billion. Let's look it up. I mean, I I believe you but I don't believe you. Sea Org, we're looking up the Sea Org contract. I mean, I guess if you're reincarnating one lifetime and one life sentence isn't enough. Okay, here we go. I blank do hereby agree to the religious commitment of membership in the C organization and dedicate myself to achieving the goal shared by C org members, which is to bring about spiritual freedom of all beings through the application of LRH's technology, LRH's, you know, Hubbard being of sound mind. I do fully realize and agree to abide by the purpose shared by C org members, which is to get ethics in on this planet and the universe and fully and without reservations, subscribe to Sea Org disciplines, mores, and conditions, and a pledge to abide by them. Therefore, I commit myself to the Sea Organization for the next billion years. How do you read that? And you're like, oh, billion? I'm in. <laughs> yep, that's what they sign. That is what they sign. Oh, by the way, you had a picture about the boat? It looks kind of like a cruise it ship. It is a cruise ship. This is not a naval vessel. That is a carnival but they cruise think it's ship. Like a, they, they act like it's a naval vessel. It looks like a carnival cruise ship. Yeah. So great. And and Sea Org members are paid nothing. I want it to see it. I want to see it like docked at like Ensenada <laughs> <laughs> and the, them like off like buying all the trinkets. Yeah. I don't. Oh I don't my gosh. Think it's they so do good. That. It's so good. Um, so this costs a boatload of money. Like I said, auditing costs $800 an hour. And hours uh, sessions could last two hours minimum ish. How do you even schedule these out? Like I'm just like like Leah Remini when she talks about it, like she had to get audited like multiple times a week, every week. Is it like my my? It's my Tuesday at nine. Yes. Or is it like, hey, I need you back tomorrow because we're not done um, yet? I don't know. That's a good question. It's to be honest, so crazy. it's a lot though. It's like on you're here you have to be here or else you're getting freaking yelled at yeah what's the what's the discipline i guess we don't really know well it depends so if you're in the sea org there's way more intense discipline thrown off the side of the boat um i actually any, think they any did do that i actually think they deaths? do that and then yes but not through that there are lots of suicides but not a um sure um i actually feel like they do throw people off the boat they call it walking the plank, like when they do something bad, but then they just like swim back. Oh, like they don't die. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't have that in my notes, but I'm like having a memory. Um, or you okay. saw Peter Pan once, and <laughs> you're just assuming this is going to You know what? Maybe I'm conflating yeah. Peter Pan and yeah. Scientology. It could I don't be know. the same thing. <laughs> um, also, another thing that they charge you for are these things called security checks which they also refer to as sec checks. 
where let's say Mark, somebody told me that you've been having some feelings about Scientology. They will interrogate you during these auditing sessions. Negative feelings you're saying. Yes. Got it. So people who are trying to get out or yep. even thinking and they, about it. They're charging you for all this. So then you just don't mention those feelings ever. Ever right? to anyone. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, but even if like, let's say you have a cousin who's anti-Scientology, you're going to get sex checked for it. It's like, yeah, it's like Red Scare. Yes. Yes, exactly. Now, another thing that people like in going clear talk about is because kind of like I said, you know, people join this, they're like, oh, okay, this is like a way to make myself better. This is a way to help other people. It's not really super religious-y. It's like a self-help kind of thing. Yeah. Well, according to ex-members, when you get to those top OT levels, there's this confidential information about kind of a creation story. Oh. Mm-hmm. You got to pay a bunch of money to get up there. Okay. Have you heard of the Lord Zenu? Zenu? <laughs> X-E-N-U. Zenu. No. Okay. So this is according to Wikipedia. So, you know, take take with it what you want. But according to Zenu, or according to L. Ron Hubbard, Zenu was the dictator of the Galactic Confederacy who brought billions of his people to Earth in DC-8-like spacecraft 75 million years ago, stacked them around volcanoes, and killed them with hydrogen bombs. Phaetons, a.k.a. you and me, of these aliens adhere to humans, causing spiritual harm. Sounds like a sci-fi movie. He was a sci-fi writer. Right. I mean, that story... Right. So these people who are in, you know, Scientology, they're 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 going through this and then they're like, what the fuck? All of a sudden, yeah. we have religion? Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden now we believe in this alien overlord. Um and so a lot of people leave after that. After they get to that level. Because it's just not what they thought it was. Yeah. They were like, "What? You mentioned this now, right? Usually start with the creation story." Right. Dude, I'm sure there are people that would buy it. Look at Heaven's Gate. Look at any of those groups that are the the seekers, you know? Yeah. But like, but like getting people in with a different kind of modality and then coming out and being like, ha, listen to this. They're like, what? It also just seems kind of unnecessary at that point. Like you're already so high up, so in, spent so much money. Right. Why even bring that piece in? I, I don't know. But- these are some of the criticisms. Here's another criticism. Um, they, Scientology, have been claimed to be very litigious, meaning they will go after you legally if you are speaking negatively of them and um, cruel. Are they winning these things, though? Sometimes, yeah. Really? Yeah. As like Under defamation and like defamation... Stuff. Of yeah. character. But but more than that, it's just an onslaught of harassment. And we just want you to know. Just silence. Yeah. Be quiet. It's a scare tactic. A hundred percent. And they have all the uh, money. According to these people. And they have all the money. Right. So they will beat you in the court if they have to. They will suck yes. your bank account dry. Yes. 
So there was a policy. Okay, so I guess you could call the scriptures in Scientology policies. Policies like? Like Hubbard's policies. Oh, okay. Like he writes policy, and that's what they follow. But he is obviously not there anymore, so these are... These are, are the written texts okay. that he had written while he was alive. Okay. So one policy is called the fair game policy. Fair game, according to Mike Rinder, who was the former international spokesman for them. So this is from their mouth. He, he He's a former guy, though. This is after he left. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, But he was top guy, one of the top guys. Fair game is the idea that any enemy, enemy or critic of Scientology can have anything done to them because the ends justify the means. So they will stalk you, harass you. Um, they will... Um, like completely like slander your name say you're a child molester all this crazy stuff really like try and ruin your life yes without violence or maybe sometimes sometimes maybe justify the yes means. yikes in the past they definitely used violence today they don't use as much violence they just use a lot of like scare tactics yeah you'd have to be, imagine that your name yeah. is everything and yeah now with all the different media types they'll buy domain names you know, blank, blank is a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know. So just really harsh, intense stuff. Yeah. Stuff that sometimes is worse than violence. Yes. Like you'll yes. scar people. Again, though, this is all according to ex-members. Yeah. The church claims that this policy was a policy. Oh, so they recognize it. Once upon a time. It. Yeah. It is not in action anymore. Got it. That's what they say. Okay. Now I'm going to let you know that there have been um there were people who were arrested who were Scientologists for wiretapping um like IRS Ooh. members when they were trying to get recently? No, no, no. Oh, okay. This is when they were trying to get um IRS exemption, tax exemption. Oh, so from the get, Hubbard's like, do we gotta do what we gotta do? Yes. I think it's I think it's chilled out a bit since then, but still it's very it's a more of a mental game. Yeah. From what I've heard. Um, okay. Their new leader, his name is David Miscavige. Ooh, how do we get new leaders? Well, when Elrond died, he kind of assumed power. Oh, so same guy since Elrond. Yes. Which, Which this I guess, is 86. this is kind of a big deal too though, because he wasn't like the guy in line. Right. So he can't actually come he up with anything like new. Cooed. But he can't come up with anything new. Not really, but he kind of has been. Oh. I don't know. Um, so David Miscavige is BFFs with Tom Cruise. Okay. I do think I've heard that name before. Mm-hmm. You probably have. Short, kind of short guy. What's his, he's not, he's nothing. He's no actor. He's no. No. He's the chairman of the board of Scientology. But he was in it from the, he's, he went through all the steps. Yeah. Okay. So he spent money there. I think he grew up in it. Mm. Like his parents were. Okay. So he's the leader now. He's a leader. Him and TC are friends. Besties. Um, and lots of people, including his own father, claim he is extremely violent and very moody and um, will punish anyone and is very paranoid. So if anybody speaks anything against him, you're in, in deep shit. Well, I like the guy. <laughs> I've only heard good things. <laughs> so 
Mike Rinder, um, that guy who I was talking about, he was the former top member of Scientology, that international spokesperson. He claimed that he was physically abused by him. People have claimed that they've seen David Miscavige choke people out, um, punch them, shove them, just like very verbally abusive and sometimes physically abusive. He would throw people in this place called the hole if they did anything that pissed him off, which was kind of like a labor camp. Um, Miscavige called the whole, uh, basically a hell. And he said they would have to eat slop. There were security bars on the windows. Wait, he's admitted that this place is real? He was there. He was thrown in the hole. No, Mike Rinder. Oh, Rinder. Okay, you said Miscavige. No, No, sorry. Okay. Rinder said that he would have to eat slop. There were security bars on the windows, guards to keep people from leaving. He said that members would beat each other up until they confessed their supposed crimes. Dude, where is a place like this located? Hemet, California. Oh, we have a name. Yeah. I was more just being... No. Yeah. It's a place. Are there pictures of this? Yes. We'll so talk it, more about it when we do cover the documentaries because so it they is real. show places. So it's real. Yeah. This is not I mean, like, they, they say that that's not what's happening there. But oh, right. But it's not just like hearsay of like, this place doesn't even exist. No, it, it exists. Exist. It exists. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that sounds terrible. Also, David Miscavige's wife has not been seen publicly in years. Oh. Yeah. So Leah Remini is really big. She's like, where is Shelly Miscavige? And they're like, she's fine. But nobody's seen her. Dang. Yeah. Now, she called the police. The police apparently talked to her. I don't I don't really know. But they said she's fine. But nobody has laid eyes on her. Wow. Yeah. Um, also, at the headquarters, people cannot come and go freely. There are fences, like with wires and all of that. So, you know, it's designed to not only, you know, dissuade people from coming in, but not let people get out. Possibly keep them in. Yeah. So, like, some people that leave, like, Leah Remini has this, like, um, this, like, assistant who was one of the people. She worked for David Miscavige. I can't remember her name. She, like, escaped through someone's trunk. Like, she, like, climbed in the trunk of somebody's car as they got out. And then she got out and, like, ran once they stopped. Man, that's intense. Yeah, that's what they claim. Can you – so how close can you actually get to these headquarters? Like, can I walk you on, like, can, the sidewalk? N- yeah, but they, they'll probably it? call the police. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is not, like, a tourist attraction. No. 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 Is that in the dock as well? Yes. Ooh, I need to watch the dock. Yes. Um – now, um, another criticism is that they try to recruit celebrities because they're kind of like a business. They're trying to sell Scientology. So Which that's pretty well documented, right? Like right. people that are in it aren't like secretive always about it. Right. But do you know, okay, we know Tom Cruise. You know Leah Remini? No. She's from the King of Queens. Oh, yeah. She, the wife? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's funny. Yeah. Um, the girl from Orange is the New Black. Not the main girl, but the... the that 70s show. Oh, yeah. Okay. The redhead. Yeah. Donna. Mm-hmm. She was in it for a long time. Um, the girl from Handmaid's Tale. 
oh, don't even act like I watched that show. I can <laughs> hardly handle name? this podcast. Um, <laughs> I can't remember her name. So scary. She's in it. Um, so in it right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, the orange is the new black girl just left Donna. Okay. Um, so and then like a bunch of like rich, like, and they, and they pander to the celebrity too, right? people. Like the, the criticism is like, they treat the celebrity people like they're freaking gods and goddesses. Yeah. And, and normal Scientologists is like the slum. But also knowing that those people are going to bring in other people. Right. You say, hey, Tom Cruise is a part of this. Right. People want to feel like they're in the same group as Tom Cruise. Yeah. So I could see it. It was a marketing tool. Yeah. But aren't there like a bunch of like famous privateers that are in it as well? Like business owners and like um, CEOs and stuff. I, I feel like know. I've heard that. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. But I don't know. Oh, John Travolta. John Travolta is a Scientologist. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of people. Um, another issue is... This one's kind of bad. They... You remember how the Amish do the shunning? Yes. So they do something kind of similar called disconnection. So if somebody leaves the group, let's say let's say you and I are siblings, okay? And I'm a Scientologist and you were a Scientologist and then you leave. Ex-members claim that there is a thing called disconnection where they tell the person still in Scientology you can no longer talk to them at all. Cut off all ties. Cut off all ties. And you cannot... Um, engage with them and oftentimes you have to publicly denounce them as people that you're like no no ties family ties no nothing no friends never were friends yeah and sometimes like smear their name Eesh. like like for example mike rinder you know yeah his wife and kids say oh he was a child abuser and all this stuff and like they say all of these claims after he leaves the group um so they'll go after people like that using just, their family. And just to scare people, other people into yeah. doing the same thing. Kind of. And they call, they call, um, the people who leave SPs, suppressive people. They're going to suppress your spiritual journey. That's why you have to cut them off. But they do let them leave. From ex members points of view. No, you have to escape. Okay. You can't be like, all right, guys, that's it no. for me. No. That's not how they've thanks, portrayed it. Thanks, but no thanks. It. Okay. So there Especially is Especially like if you're high up. There's actual process of like. Like you can't just be like, I'm done. Yeah. Like. When you say like these, these celebrities like left, like. Maybe, yeah. Maybe there's a different for well, a celebrity. Well, I think for sure because. You don't want them talking about they're you. They're not going to. They're not going to go after them in the same kind of way they would go after a rando yeah because there are people who like those celebrities a lot of people and aren't gonna buy it versus joe Schmo, who says i was in scientology and they did this this and this and they're like well did you know that they were this kind of person did you know that they were this kind of person and just like making up all this stuff about them scare tactics work <laughs> correct who was the person you looked up that is Dude, it says michael Pe michael pena 
He's a Scientologist. Scientologist. Interesting. Yeah. I just started watching Narcos Mexico. I think J-Lo's like grandpa. or Christy Alley as well. Yeah. It's funny just looking that there is a list of people on, again, Wikipedia, but a list of people. Katie Holmes is no longer one. It's just weird that there's a section. Yeah. Jason Lee. Oh, that other guy. Um, he's in trouble right now. Danny Masterson. Oh, uh-huh. uh huh. He's a Scientologist. Man, that's a lot of show. They he's got in a to, lot of trouble right now. They got to all of them. Yeah. Um, Kelly Preston. Yeah. Pretty big list. You think that those people would be the ones to come out and say something afterwards? But they say that, uh, like, I was I was listening to the girl's name is Elizabeth Moss. That's who I was thinking of. Handmaid's Tale. Mm. Um, they say that they a lot of people don't like nicole kidman for example is married to tom cruise doesn't say anything about it oftentimes because they'll sign like ndas and oh. so then the scientology's like we'll leave you alone if you don't say anything yeah you also don't want to start that war probably well, well right most people don't so yeah um so yeah they're supposed to not talk to them anymore um through the process of disconnection. Um, and then probably the worst thing, um, you know, some critics claim, like Leah Remini and Mike Rinder, for example, they claim that they encourage, or I don't know if they would say encourage, but maybe um, don't discourage child abuse. So again, remember, they believe that children are just adults in small bodies. So they hold them to the same standards. Correct. And so Leah Remini always talks about this one policy that Elron wrote that said something along the lines of like, a child should not feel anything if a man comes and kisses them on the mouth with an open mouth. Like basically if an adult male comes and kisses a child, makes out with a child, the child should not feel anything. And if they do feel anything, it's their fault um, because they must have been some type of troublemaker or done something in the past, one of their past lives to bring this about on them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. No audio confirmed of this or written down anywhere. I'm sh- Leah Remini claims that there is a literal policy written somewhere that says this. I, just I feel like haven't all, found the, it, all the books and things that he wrote, like there has to just be a library of his stuff. There but, is, but it can't not be available to the public. It, How do you do that? You have to pay for it. Actually, it might be in libraries. That's what I'm saying. But but the courses you definitely have to for pay sure for. courses I get. But if this is a policy that he wrote about, I feel like it has to be available somewhere. Yeah, to be able to confirm or deny this. Well, let me see. Let me see if I can find it. Um, also, such a bummer if that's true. Right. Um. Let's see. Well, and another issue is that they they handle all issues internally. Yeah, that's a big problem. Um. They don't for hearsay. It's a big issue for hearsay. They, You're asking for rumors. Well, and they don't, like, if someone said, hey, I was raped by this member, they just go, did you rape her? And they right. go, yeah. And then they don't go to the police. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't have any documentation or outside agencies or anything, everything just becomes hearsay. Right. Which doesn't help if you're a group that's trying to protect itself. Right. Right. Because you can't say, well, we, 
investigated this and we went to the police and they didn't invest you know what i mean like mm -hmm. you, you don't have that legitimacy when you handle it internally what you do have is a little more freedom to do whatever you need to do right within your group okay so here is one thing um one of hubbard's policies this is according to the tampa bay times rolled out following the formation of the church of scientology in 1953 teach that it is a high crime to report a scientologist to law enforcement and i've heard of that before which follows your line of keeping everything internal. Correct. Yeah. So you're like committing an ultimate sin if you turn somebody else in. Um, yeah. So it's not great, um, unfortunately. Ugh. Not good stuff. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the worst um, I don't think that there's been any murders, thankfully. Wouldn't know. Um, All handled internally. True. And international waters. <laughs> That's you true, You don't have too. to report anything. Yeah. Um, there have been people that have died by suicide, though. Yeah. Which will also be in every group, though, too, you know? Yeah. It's hard to tell. Um, a lot of rumor. I mean, so this is Scientology. There is a whole lot, whole lot more if people want to learn more about it. I suggest, honestly, to anyone to go to Scientology's website first to see what they say themselves because that's a pretty good indicator. Sure. You know? It's your stuff. Like, for me, I could not jive with it. I was like, what is, what, what is being said here? It's too fluffy for me. Um, I was jiving with some. It, it is. Um, and then... There's a bunch of books and other things that people can look into, and we're going to do an episode on some docs. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. But what do you think? It's a tough one because I, I, I always try and – I usually try and base these groups religiously, and this one just feels so foreign right. to any of that. The secrecy part of it, it's, it's like a twofold. It's kind of impressive mm -hmm. to me, and I kind of give them credit for it. Like, man – I can see why the intrigue is there because it's like, what do you mean I, I can't know right, right now? Like, what right. do you mean you're not going to give me that? It right. does, there is that human element of like nature that makes us want what we can't have. Right. So I feel like the, in the business sense, they're doing a very good job. Right. Um, without any like confirmation, like violence and different things, I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's weird, but it's weird in, in a different way. Yeah. I can't put a number on it. Yeah. I don't know what to think. I, I think this is one of those ones where it's like, this isn't my thing, but if this is what is your thing and you are totally happy with this, okay. And they could be very well misunderstood, but it's could partly be. on them because they're not coming out and saying things. Right. So there's there's a responsibility. And acting weird when they do. For sure. There's also, not, uh, uh, you have to defend yourself. Right. And if you're not going to defend yourself, I don't think you can get upset when people have these things to say right because you're not coming out and saying absolutely you're not shutting it down right right you're not confirming nor denying which that's a weird place to be right and you know like i said there's a bunch more on scientology i didn't this is not an exhaustive list of everything so if you are interested i would definitely suggest going and checking out more on them um but let's hear your number let's hear your rating one through ten i'm gonna say that they're i really need to have a list of like where I put everybody else because I feel disrespectful <laughs> if I put them like more intense than yeah. some of the big groups that we've said. Um, I would say like a seven. That's kind of high, Is I it? think. Seven one. 
I know, depending on the scale that we're using. Let's see what emotional tone you're at. The other thing too is I just don't think I know enough now. Yeah. To even like make a judgment on it. I think I think we'll do better at assessing once we've watched the documentaries. Yeah. That will I will definitely and I felt that way about Remnant too. So I think that I'll have a more definitive number afterwards. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say seven for now. Okay. And then we are gonna let it fly and come back and I might find that I was way too high or way too low. Okay. All right. So it's a seven for now, people. Um, Let us know your thoughts on our Instagram at the.cult.ure. And we'll see you next time. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. See ya.